You're listening to Her Body on Body IOFM, the women's source for optimal health and lifelong performance, with your host, Alex Navarro. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Her Body brought to you by Body IOFM. I'm your host, Alex Navarro, and we have Coach Tony in studio today. Hello. Welcome, everybody. We are going to talk about something that I feel like we've kind of touched upon before in various other episodes, but it's always good to retouch on certain topics, especially ones that I feel like are have been coming up a lot recently. And they always come up with different clients, but I think this time of the year, they really come up. When for, for clients specifically who maybe had summer goals or they had some New Year's resolutions and they've perhaps been at them for a little while and now spring is here and the weather's warming up and they're realizing that either they haven't either fully committed to their goals at all or they've been working towards them and perhaps their expectations weren't met. Mm. So... A lot of this sort of stemmed from a few conversations I recently had with clients, um, more specifically me talking them off the ledge. It's <laughs> like what a good coach does. <laughs> that they put themselves on. Um, and more often than not, it's usually a really simple conversation. Mm-hmm. It's often hard for the client to digest, though. Um, I can give an example. And this one we've we've definitely talked about a lot on the show and that is oh I'm, I'm on track with carb night <laughs> it's okay you're gonna bang the chair on the table the whole time <laughs> I used to do that <laughs> if you're banging it's it's us in it's the, me in the chairs <laughs> um very common is someone's on their track on track for carb night and you know it, maybe their carb night's on Saturday and then Thursday you know someone brings in some treats to the office mm. and they indulge a little bit and then they want to know, what do I do? And usually the question is... I was trying to be is, polite, and I was trying to make everyone feel good, and I was uncomfortable, you know, holding my goals into myself. Yeah. And <laughs> I just, I didn't want to be rude. I had to have a donut. Which, you know, is fine. Totally fine. Totally fine. The question I get a lot, which I'm sure you do too, probably, Tony, is should I do the 10 days again? Yeah, almost... <laughs> Yeah. Or what do I do? Should I like skip carb night this week? Um, how do I fix it? And I would say nine times out of 10, I say, forget about it and pick up where you left off. Would you say so? I would definitely agree. It seems like everyone always wants to punish themselves for enjoying something. Mm-hmm. Even though you have these goals, even though you're trying to work on something, for the next six months, it's six months of no fun. Yeah. You can't do anything. You can't have a drink. You can't have sweets. You can't have, you know, toast or, or potatoes in the morning mm-hmm. or, or something like that because you're, you're so absorbed into your thing, as you should be. But it's so important, and it's your responsibility ultimately to figure out when those things are more important than other times, when those holidays with family, take priority over your goals when, you know, even just treating yourself. Right. Even just giving yourself the opportunity to to step outside of your, really your comfort zone and and to do something different and and be okay with that and hold that and just get through it. Right. It seems to be so difficult for people, but it's it's such a intuitive process to try and Punish yourself. It's, uh, <laughs> but these are the games we play. This, this is why we try and stick to stick to something and, and, and chase goals. And it's constantly reinforcing these, these kind of patterns that make us stronger, make us better. But part of that is being good with yourself too. Right. Being aware and giving mm-hmm. yourself a little credit. And I think a lot of it will come from when you're when you're first setting goals like goals are setting goals is super helpful i think it's important anything that we do Mm -hmm. um, but also having very realistic expectations around what the goal is 
if the goal is appropriate for you to begin with? And is how the process of getting that goal realistic for where you're at in your life, what your lifestyle is like? And for a lot of people, their goals, unfortunately, aren't realistic. And it's our job, obviously, as coaches, when a client first comes to us to help them evaluate that goal and let them know of like, mm, probably not going to happen. <laughs> you know, we're not here to, to you know, make you think that or give you a, a, a false sense of hope around, oh, yeah, we can totally lose 15 pounds in, in four weeks mm -hmm. um, when it's very unlikely to happen. So we're here to help you establish very realistic goals, um, timelines for those goals, realistic expectations around the fact that, you know, it's not a linear process. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be weeks that things don't move in the direction that you want, mm -hmm. that life's going to get in the way. You have a conference this week. I have a, for some reason right now, I have a lot of clients who travel for work mm. regularly. So there are always these weeks where they're on the road and, you know, we're just going to do the best we can. And sometimes sure. that's the goal. Right. Do the best you can. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk. always be the goal, I think. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in any given scenario. Right. Um, in any given, you know, stage of your life or, or week within a month because it's ever changing. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have realistic, realistic expectations of what you can actually do, it's, you're never going to get to the goal yeah. or you are, and you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Inappropriate expectations set yourself up for failure. Yeah. Right. Not understanding your goals, not understanding what you, what's required for you to achieve something that you're thinking about. I mean, you, you have to understand the time commitments you have to understand the energy commitments, and you have to understand that if if your plate is already full, sometimes you you have to let something go to mm -hmm. put something else on it, as well. I mean, it's not just you can't just keep adding things to your life. It's uh, well, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's very unsustainable. Yeah, you might be able to do that for a little while, but at some point you're gonna you're gonna fall over. Mm -hmm. And that could show up in a variety of ways. Sure can. So it's the importance of of ingraining quality habits into your life. When you make these things habits, you no longer have to think about them so much. It's no longer, you know, a muscle that you have to to contract to get something done. It's just it's effortless. It's it's a part of your routine, and then you can you can push right then you can you can push yourself to do something more do something something else something harder anything you want but without taking your time being good to yourself understanding your goals and your commitments you're like you said you're going to burn out mm -hmm. it's inevitable yeah and i think well let's let's talk a little bit about sort of what we would recommend around first setting goals. Mm. Okay, then we could talk about the process and, and sure. some of the, the realistic expectations that we should have around that process and what, what could come up, mm -hmm. what that could look like. But when you're first thinking about a goal, it's usually something that's important to you. Yeah, It's usually something that's going to hopefully make you feel good about mm -hmm. yourself. And I think a lot of people who have aesthetic goals, it's really about confidence mm -hmm. and feeling good in your own skin. And... We've talked about this on the show before. Um, while obviously this holds true for, for men and women, I, I just see it more in women, when we relate our happiness to how we look. Mm. And while I understand that looking good and feeling good is going to help you feel happier, mm -hmm. they don't necessarily go together. No, They're not, not One is not the result of the other. No. In fact, I'd find that the more that you dislike how you look now, the harder it is it's going to be for you to actually like your body, even if you get to your goal. For sure. And feel happy in it. So this is just one example of, okay, you have work to do in order to get to that goal. The work you do isn't just going to be how you plan out your food and what you do in the gym. There's internal work that you have to do on yourself. And I think that one thing I found consistently with, with carbonite specifically is it's very revealing of underlying issues, both on a health perspective, mm -hmm. but also on an emotional level. Yeah. Big time. A lot of shit comes up. Lots of it. 
Like you wouldn't believe mm-hmm. <laughs> the amount of stuff that just starts like pouring out yeah. when you're put in this sort of, you know, while, while a lot of people feel like it might be restrictive during the week when mm-hmm. you're not having carbs. Um, when you're kind of put in that situation, I feel like a lot of shit gets stirred up. I feel like anytime you try to make yourself do something, lots of things come up, right? Trying to kind of uh, control the bull, mm-hmm. as they say, trying to to make yourself do something isn't as easy as it seems. I mean, yeah. it's, it, it sounds simple, but it's so important to understand that you're not in complete control of your thoughts. You're not in complete control of your desires. You're not in complete control of even setting your, your expectations. It, it's a process that you have to figure out constantly. Constantly. And it's ever-changing, too. Yeah. Every, every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to check in with yourself and see where you're at with things and and really weigh those commitments against what you can handle and and how you can handle it. I mean, it's yeah. such an important process to, to understand. Well, and even knowing, like, okay, I'm, I'm aware of what's happening. I'm aware of what I'm feeling. Maybe I should reframe my process around this goal. Mm-hmm. Or even maybe I should step back and, and change my goal a little bit. Like while you can still work towards that aesthetic goal, you're noticing that a lot of emotional things are coming up around food and sure. why you want to reach for certain things and why you're feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm always happy when I need carbs and I'm feeling really down, so mm-hmm. I'm going to have some. There's something to look at there that yeah. might be more important and more life-changing. Mm-hmm. Than just trying to, you know, stick to it, grab the bull by its horns, mm-hmm. and just power through when you're st- all of those sort of underlying issues or emotional ties to food are still there. Right. They're, they're going to be still there. And I think if you're able to, I mean, if you can do it simultaneously, great. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I find that to be even more helpful because you're forcing yourselves into that situation that causes you to look at those issues. Right. Um, but you have to be willing to do that work. Mm-hmm. And that like, can be even more important than the final result, right? Let's yeah, say you, you achieve your goal and you go, oh, it's it's been nine months and, you know, I'm down this amount of weight and I look good. But, wow, what I've really gained from this whole thing is, a, is an understanding of how to kind of uh, barter with myself mm-hmm. and, and how to figure out how to achieve something that that I want. Every everyone's so caught up in in the dream, right? <laughs> You're like you see someone that looks good and you go, "Oh, I want to look like that." So I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to write a menu of all these things I have to do to look that good. But you're not thinking that that's actually how you're going to spend your time, right? Right? The, the, it's a it's a sacred thing. And without the understanding of how that time is really going to be spent, you're you're not in line with your goal. You're you're not setting yourself up for success. You're mm-hmm. just hoping that you can look like that. Right. Which, okay, I'll give you two examples. One is I've had a lot of clients get to that goal, reach that goal. Mm-hmm. They're not happy. No. They're not happy at all. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand why. Mm-hmm. And usually once they get there, they kind of fall off a little bit. Sure. Because like, oh, finally. That's where the relapse comes Finally, from. I got there. Okay, well, now I can have fun. Yeah. Now I can l- let the reins loose a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the other example is they do that emotional work. They, they look at themselves. They, they look at their behaviors. They've got an understanding around it. And not necessarily they have control over it yet, but they have enough awareness around it to where – they're just letting it happen and there's no stress around it. Mm -hmm. There's no forcing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And miraculously results happen every time. Mm -hmm. Someone, some, as soon as someone lets like the chokehold go, (laughs) their body literally just lets go also. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it so many times and it's really hard to explain that to somebody like you need to relax actually. Right. You actually just need to relax. Mm-hmm. You're doing way too much stuff. And you're like, you're holding your breath the whole day. You just need to take a deep breath and relax and let it happen. Mm-hmm. And it always happens. 
Yeah, when you're when you're constantly revved up, when your nervous system is constantly worrying, constantly in search of all these small dangers in the form of your your everyday life, mm-hmm. right? A, a donut is not a danger. It's not a threat to you. Rice is not a threat to you. An apple is not a threat to you. Mm-hmm. It's just food. Yeah. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And you can choose to eat it, or you can choose to not eat it. And those those uh, those reactions can be so strong that it's easy to lose touch with that. Yep. Right. It, it's it's easy to lose perspective, just focusing on the end result. Oh, I have to do, I have to do this, so I have to be like this. Oh, I I need to be like this, so I have to do this. And it's just this never-ending cycle of of spinning your wheels, of of burning yourself out, of feeling shame and and all these things that you just need to let go of mm-hmm. and understand that that time you're spending is what you should be putting your effort into, right? The, the, the daily practices, the habitual practices, all that kind of stuff. It's, that should be the focus, not the end result. It's all about the climb. Mm-hmm. My favorite Miley Cyrus song. Yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> that I used to listen to every time I would prep for a show mm-hmm. because I needed that reminder. Yep. It's like, okay, end result is very clear in situations like that, like very clear date, very clear look. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say the first, well, especially when I first started using carbonate because I've told this story before, but all of my prior you know, competition prep experience, I just went into it blindly. I didn't pay attention to shit. Um, I got lost along the way, Mm -hmm. you know, and I had brought that same mindset into my first prep using carbonate. Right. Because it was new and I'm like, I'm just going to do what I'm told. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to work hard. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to follow the book and be a good student, which meant just do the work and not ask questions, Mm -hmm. which later I realized was actually greatly Far greater of an importance sure. than just doing what I was told, mm-hmm. um, which I, I love and appreciate that tenacity of clients when they're like, just tell me what to do. Right. I'm like, well, I want you to be able to just go on your own afterwards and feel confident in that. And mm-hmm. it took me a while to get to that point right. and to realize just how much shit came up. Mm-hmm. But once you've sort of opened that that door and you've cleared out some of the stuff a, you're like welcoming of new stuff. You're like, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. When did that come up? Yep. Where's that coming from? And you kind of, it, it can be exciting. It's yeah, hard still, but. <laughs> yeah, where you form like a deeper bond with yourself. You mm-hmm. you understand yourself. And that's that's always such a, a rewarding process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The ahas yourself. are like yes. amazing. And, uh-huh. then you, and then you feel like you've really got it. Mm-hmm. Like you regained that control in a non-grip <laughs> Know, choke hold type of control totally um and it's then you can just enjoy the ride mm-hmm. and it applies to many other things not just the thing you're trying to do now now okay. all of a sudden you have this program you've built and that's that's a lethal program mm-hmm. i mean you're, you're all of a sudden you're a very formidable person with this new program running yeah when you kind of feel like you can handle all sorts of things at that point. Not mm-hmm. that you should keep adding things to your plate, but, sure. you know, if and when stuff comes up that was unexpected, mm-hmm. you are more equipped to be able to handle that. For sure. In a way that's not going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And by hurt you, I mean more like, you know, affect your sleep or yeah. your stress levels, things like that. Mm-hmm. Because there's always going to be something. That is true. Always. Mm-hmm. The never-ending process. It's the life. Mm-hmm. There's just <laughs> shit all the time. It's true. <laughs> it you know, it's true. one thing if you're like riding solo. You know, it's just you and your goals, and you can do your thing. And it's mm-hmm. another if you, you know, have a significant other, or obviously if you have kids, which mm-hmm. I'm finding my groove with that now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spouse, career. If you got to hold up a lot mm-hmm. of things, you know, that's going to take time and energy away from. The things that you want to do. Yeah. And then it's your responsibility to balance those things out and make sure that you are able to do those things efficiently. You know, that you're able to do those things kind of day in and day out. I mean, it's 
I always get, I have an issue with looking at a body of work before I do something. If I have an idea, it's hard for me to not look at, okay, I'm going to be doing this for four days a week for the next six months. That's a lot of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a lot of commitment. That's a lot of responsibility. Yep. Am I actually committed to doing this? Right. Am I able to put in that work, put in those those hours, take on those responsibilities? Or is this just an idea that I have that I have to let go of? <laughs> <laughs> you know, for 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 yourself, for yourself, because we we get so attached to ideas. You know, I love that quote: "People don't have ideas; ideas have people." Oh yeah, that's it's very, just very it's so strong. Mm-hmm. But you have to you have to look at the whole picture, and know when it's gonna align with the rest of your life, and. And acknowledging the sacrifices that are going to come with that mm-hmm. because there's always going to be a sacrifice, whether it's a sacrifice of carbs during the week, mm-hmm. <laughs> which for a lot of people, that's a huge sacrifice. Or a sacrifice of, of exercise, right? If, yeah. if you're taking your your nutrition down, if you're eating less, if you're eating less carbs, sacrificing that, that exercise that you're so used to doing and, and sacrificing that grind and and that sweat, it's all just as important. Mm-hmm. And I would say uh, 50% of the time I tell people to do less exercise than right. what they're doing. <laughs> and right. they, and I, they're like, I don't know I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's why you're doing way too much. Sure. You need to just relax. Sure. Go on a walk. And people are always so scared to take a step back in order mm-hmm. to take a step forward. And, and it's like, look, you may have to gain a little weight. You know, it, you may have to start doing less. Your body is so used to running on nothing mm-hmm. that we might have to take two months and you're going to gain some weight and you're going to gain some fat. You're going to get a little fluffier, but your, your body has to go through this process in order to, you know, recalibrate its, its, uh, energy levels, recalibrate what it's doing when you're exercising. Mm-hmm. It, it takes time to, to bring everything down. It's not, it's not a linear process. Even when things are going perfect, it's not a linear process, yep. right? Mm-hmm. There's undulations that we expect. It's it's all part of the process. Yep. And not getting affected by it has to be part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> and it's difficult. It it's really difficult. is. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't feel like you're confident enough in having those internal com- conversations with yourself, that's where having a coach or you know. A, a reliable person who mm-hmm. can be your mirror for you yeah. and talk about these things objectively because, you know, while spouses can be great and supportive, they're not always the best person to have that conversation with. Sure. Um, and and I get that a lot, too. I've actually recently had a few spouses reach out to me for their wives mm. and, you know, either wanted advice or wanted to know how – you know, the wi- the wife wanted them to be more a part of more something. a part of it, but also more of like their coach. Sure. And I'm like, that might not be what's going to be best for her. That right. might not be appropriate. Like she might just need. I mean, honestly, sometimes she just needs a woman to talk to mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I love you men for for really trying to understand women and, and be there for your spouses. But it's doesn't always have the best results. It's it's not always the best dynamic to introduce, especially when if you're if you're a little destabilized trying to achieve a goal, mm-hmm. you know, having of course that's what your partner is there for to, to help you through things, but mm-hmm. you know, there's a there's coaches for reasons. Right. <laughs> and I would say a lot of the people that I coach are I'm not telling them I'm not checking in with them every week to tell them what to do with their food. Mm-hmm. I'm not. The amount of food talk that we do is minimal. Yeah. We talk about the emotional side of things. Mm-hmm. What's coming up? How are you feeling? What's, you know, what emotions are coming up around this decision that you made? Mm-hmm. And more often than not, when I see somebody who, who reaches out about coaching and they're like, oh, this is the scenario and this is what I'm doing. And maybe they're struggling with 
keeping the carbs down during the week. Mm-hmm. They keep having slip-ups or they're self-sabotaging, sure. which happens a lot. Mm-hmm. The question on their end is always, well, how do I readjust my carb night? I'm like, well, the better question would be, why does this keep happening? Sure. <laughs> well, there's obviously some things we need to look at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that can be a little yeah. hard to bring up sometimes. Sure. Prevention is always a lot easier than treatment. Mm-hmm. Well, especially knowing on their end that, okay, well, now I'm going to have to reprioritize my goal. Maybe right. my goal isn't to be super, super good all the time. Mm-hmm. It's to look at what's coming up and why and learn something from that. Mm-hmm. And people don't necessarily want to hear that. No, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to swallow. Mm-hmm. But those who do the work. They get rewarded. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun to watch. It is. It's, it's like so fun to it's watch. the best part about coaching. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Is seeing people bloom into the people that they know that they can be. Yep. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Just like the light. I mean, that's why I love Skyping with, with clients because mm-hmm. being able to like see their face and totally. and just like how they're standing when we're talking. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. And I just want more people to do that. Yeah. And the, the, the funnest thing is, is that it's all there anyway. Right. Even before you get a coach, before you go through this process, it's just there's this dormant little program Mm -hmm. and it's sitting in you and you just haven't found it yet. And you just have to get in and get in there, hear things you don't want to hear, do things you don't want to do. And you'll find it. Mm -hmm. And getting that tough love from the right person, I think, is really important. Crucial. And it could just be a matter of finding that right person to have those conversations with. Mm hmm. Because you're, you'll be more receptive of it coming from totally somebody. Totally. Or not. <laughs> it's uh, I've never had a client say, you know, my only goal for the next six months is just to treat my body really well. Yeah, never. I just want to feed it the right things and, work and do the right things and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. And that's – it's the – it's what I end up telling people constantly, <laughs> but I just, it's one of those things where if you could just go into it with that idea, if yeah. you can, if you, if you have any kind of body goal, throw it away and just think about spending the next six months treating your body as, as well as you can. And, and I don't mean buying the most expensive foods and trying to right. prioritize health to some, you know, insane degree, but you know, planning your meals, get making sure you have food available, just treating yourself well. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the process. That's what you have to focus on. And, and nine times out of ten, the result is that you <laughs> for, for sure <laughs> you get leaner. For sure, it just happens mm-hmm. every time. Yeah, and the just kind of switching gears a little bit to talk about durations of. Uh, what you can expect changes. Yeah. I I feel like you shouldn't have any goals under six months. Agreed. You know, it, other than kind of check-ins, you know, let's see where I'm at Mini in three months. Mini goals along the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Little yeah. kind of uh, places to stop and, and look at. But it's a long process. Mm-hmm. You know. A, it should be a long process. It should be a long process. It should be. Right. If it's not, it's, you're doing something too dramatic, mm-hmm. too drastic. That is going to have repercussions it's an investment this is all a long-term investment if you haven't started yet you can think about where could i be in two years Mm -hmm. you know could i have the body i want in two years you probably could yeah like that's two years is, is a very realistic goal for almost you know of of course not like world-class athletes. But as far as body <laughs> composition and, and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, yep. I mean, you you can see amazing things in two years. Two months, sometimes you see nothing. Right. You can do everything right and barely see any results. This yep. is just the the nature of how our bodies work, of, 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 the, of the systems that we have no choice but, but to use. Right. Well, it's also amazing how when it comes to body changes, how two months seems very reasonable Mm -hmm. and two years seems like why would it take that long? Well, if we look at any other area of our life where we're 
committing mm-hmm. to something like going to school. Right. It's four years. Right. Or more. Mm-hmm. And Always. That, and that's for a basic understanding that's, of something. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, right. you might be able to cut that short, but you're doing nothing else. Right. But going to school. Mm-hmm. Yet we all understand what that commitment is. Totally. And we all understand that you could do all four years, get a degree, and not be happy. Mm-hmm. And not know, sometimes not know much about what you just... Because you plowed through it. You plowed through it. Yep. You didn't retain a ton of information. You, you know, you just went through the steps. You weren't critically thinking about things. And now all of a sudden you don't have... Sure, you have a degree, mm-hmm. right? But do you yep. have like in-depth knowledge of your field? Can you function in your field right yep. off the bat? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Probably you still not. have to go to work. You still have to still have to go to work out. every day <laughs> for however long you're supposed to be at work for. Yeah. <laughs> and most of us don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But we do it because we're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> it's the process, people. It's the process. Um, somebody recently asked me, you know, well, how long do I have to do this? And I was like, well, depends on what you want. <laughs> and when we started talking about it, I could see she was getting frustrated. And I was like, okay, well, let me give you an example. Do you, you know, you have really nice teeth. Do you brush your teeth every day? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of course I brush my teeth every day. I want to have nice teeth. Mm-hmm. Right, you have to keep that up. Right. How long are you going to keep brushing your teeth for? Forever. <laughs> Forever. Mm-hmm. Do I want to brush my teeth every day, in morning, at night? No. There's mm-hmm. a lot of times I want to go to bed and not brush my teeth. And sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Yep. But in the morning I brush them. Yep. Because I want to have nice teeth. Mm-hmm. You just <laughs> jump right back on track. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think just slowly... In, ingraining and and uh, making a part of your, your normal routine. Like, this is just what I do. And maybe you get asked this a lot too, but I get asked this a lot like, oh, you're still doing that diet? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's not a diet. This is how I eat. Yes. And I will eat this way probably forever and have adjustments based off of how I'm feeling and mm-hmm. what's going on in my life. But bottom line, yes, I feel best eating this way. I have the most control and non-controlling way. Mm-hmm. I know what my body needs when it needs it, yep. and it's easy for me. So why wouldn't I keep eating this way? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I can't eat carbs whenever I want, because I could. Sure. Absolutely. But I don't feel very good doing it, so right. why would I do that? Mm-hmm. And you've, you've developed that just by trusting that process and developing a relationship not only with yourself, but you know with your food and mm-hmm. with processes. Yep. In order to do that. And there have been a variety of processes over the past eight years. <laughs> it's been a long journey. And right. it's been, there's all, uh, you know, varied in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used it to prep for shows. I've used it to gain mass and play with strength and performance and do the gymnastics training. And I've experimented with it in almost every way I feel like I could, except for an endurance sport. Cause mm. I don't really like doing that's that kind okay. of stuff. That's okay. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> it's a realistic goal. Like, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to mm-hmm. do all that stuff. Um, well, you know the commitment. You know uh, the real commitment that that takes, and you're like, nah. Nah. No, thanks. Nope. I'm good. Pass. Yep. But making that call, like, you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, and also being okay with the fact that there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Right? Being comfortable that there's nothing wrong with saying, no, that, that goal is not for me. I don't want to do that. Right. It doesn't. That doesn't pull out that higher thing in me that makes me want to achieve something. Yep. Which I actually got asked recently if I was going to compete again mm. after having the baby, mm-hmm. and it's definitely something that I've thought about, and I don't want to do. Yeah. I have no desire to do it. Mm-hmm. I do have a desire just to get on stage and like do sure. the posing because that's always start your stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, we need to showcase all of course. the hard work, but I just have no desire to put on a sparkly bathing suit and do that anytime soon that might change i don't know Mm -hmm. but i feel like there's so many other ways i could use my time now i mean especially now just don't have very much but i also understand the commitment to that and i it's not a priority Mm -hmm. at all at all i'd rather just have fun in my workouts what a concept (laughs) You, you want to have fun with the I things you do? Fun. Yeah, I want to enjoy crazy. my food and eat a little bit more if I want to. Whoa. Right? Life on the edge. <laughs> <laughs>
Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that like I have to rein it in sometimes. Like I would say it's uh it's April now, and I would say end of mo- end of February, early March, I was not doing very much in the gym, mm. and you know eating a little bit more here and there. Sure. And I put on I was still doing carb night, but I put on some weight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't know it until I put on some non stretchy pants because I'm pretty much always in stretchy pants. Non stretchy <laughs> pants don't lie. <laughs> They really don't. <laughs> no. Also, I was like, huh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's a great time for me to just, you know, I, I did a week of inputting my food and was like, okay, there it is. Sure. Well, that's easy. Now I know what to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like I spend more time raining things in than not raining things in. You know, <laughs> I, just naturally I'm wired to always push push boundaries and push, you oh, know, yeah. the things I want to do. And then that's the natural product of that is... There's a lot of cleanup. Yep. <laughs> so, and but I, I understand that, you know, and and I like seeing how much I can get away with. You know, I, I like seeing It's fun. How many carbs can I eat? How many how much work can I really do? How much, you know. Yeah. And that's all my process figuring out you know what I can do, figuring out what I'm okay with, mm-hmm. figuring out what affects me and in what ways and and I like the rating in process cuz you you actually learn a lot. Oh, yeah. In those modes. Yep. You know, you learn so much about, you know, difficulties other people go through, difficulties that obviously you yourself go through, and, mm-hmm. and you learn how to manage difficult things. Yeah. So it's, you know, everyone has to do their own thing. Everyone has to have their own system. You know, obviously you can be a part of a, you know, you can you can do carb night. You can do carb backloading. Mm-hmm. But it has to be your way of doing it yep. you have to get comfortable with that or you're just always going to be relying on someone else to make sure that you're doing the right things and that's yeah. just that's for anything else in life that's not a, a, a healthy situation to be in and you know needless to say it's not in this case either right it's true sometimes you just have to be your own boss mm-hmm. yeah be your own hero like be your own thing. Yep. It's only limited by your creativity. Yep. That's the coolest part, you know, that it's not to get it into like anything is possible mode, right? <laughs> but it's true. I mean, yeah. if yeah. You, you have to be creative. You have to figure out who you want to be and be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, who do I want to be next? Who, who could you be next? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like mom, the new mom role is good for right now. I'm sure. good with that. We're still yeah. still getting used to that one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big one to get used to, for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna, my uh, energy is going to be tested now that he's on the go. We're officially mobile. He is mobile. So, um, yeah, I'm preparing myself mm-hmm. to be saying no a lot. Well, <laughs> you might... You might start working your way towards those endurance sports now. Right? Right. I know. Gosh, man. <laughs> the cardio's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I really don't like cardio. I thought about it just very briefly mm-hmm. um, back, you know, a month or so ago when I realized that things had gotten a little out of hand. Sure. And I was like, oh, it, it, it was it was brief. It, it popped up. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, brushed it off really quick. I yeah. was like, oh, maybe I should. No. Nah. <laughs> really rather just I'd rather just control my food mm-hmm. and and play with that than like do more stuff well it's a, that's efficient time management right, right? yeah mm-hmm. and, and nine times out of ten you can do a lot with just the food tons I mean it's everything mm-hmm. it's yeah. everything um, sometimes I just want to like play and see like what would that be like if I did a hit mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to feel so out of shape yeah yeah. It's always that those first like four or five workouts coming back until you oh, feel yeah. normal again or more. But I mean, it's usually t- has a, is a couple. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, in normal, like what was, what would, <laughs> even just like now that I'm able to do a little more gymnastics training and getting into to that style of training, which is very different than shockwave, yeah. obviously. Um, it's more muscular endurance mm-hmm. and it's, uh, even there, I have to play with how much I'm doing totally. because I can't. A, I don't have the time commitment for that because the sessions are long. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but even in those areas, I've I I jumped into too deep, too fast, sure. and I like couldn't lift my baby up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my arms don't work. Yeah, maybe that was a bad idea. Yeah. This is not okay. <laughs> nope. Re- realistic goals. Yeah. Like if I when I was by myself, that was fine. If I didn't mm-hmm. couldn't use my arms very well, I just wouldn't wash my hair. Right. But now, <laughs> I need them. More on your plate. Mm-hmm. Right. And I can like you know burn out everything I have in the gym because I have to come home and gotta leave some in the tank. Gotta leave some in the tank. Mm-hmm. Which, like mindset wise is hard for me that's exercise for me has always been a a greater challenge than controlling the food because i use that as an outlet for so many other things Mm -hmm. that finding alternative outlets was really hard yeah that gave me that same feeling sure um but walks are good i do walks are great i found the walks to be the most consistently reliable thing for me, they're so mentally stimulating. Yep. You know, if I'm like, if I have a hazy morning, a walk will pull me out of that almost every single time. Mm-hmm. And like, I, such clarity on a walk. It sounds silly, but like, it's true. You walk outside and you're a totally different person mm-hmm. than just sitting inside trying to work, trying yeah. to do things. Yeah, you need that reset. Well, and it's also like that. Like, I like to go on walks where I'm not talking to anybody. I don't listen to music. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes I say I should listen to podcasts because I don't have time to listen to them and mm-hmm. I want to. And I'm like, well, walks would be great. Sure. But then I don't have that time with myself. Mm-hmm. And the internal conversations that come up during that walk are really needed. Yeah. Well, the, there's very, very restorative. few times, especially for a mother, that you're... you. That you have that peace, right? Yeah. That you have that time to drop in with yourself and mm-hmm. kind of explore how you're really feeling. Because yep. you don't really know until you check in. Right. <laughs> it sounds so simple. Yeah. Uh, but it's really hard. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And then, you know, flip side to that is checking in too much right just living in that mode right constantly analyzing how you're feeling about everything constantly analyzing you know it's well you're not that. being productive with it either you're not you're not right doing anything it's a compulsion yeah yeah mm-hmm. the analysis paralysis is very real mm-hmm. very debilitating <laughs> just relax mm-hmm. you're fine yep <laughs> so on goals, what are you working towards? Uh, lots of cardio right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it, we talked a lot about how terrible everything is, like jumping back into it. That's mm-hmm. my life right now. It's, it's a <laughs> lot of conditioning. Um, I'm looking to have probably some fights at the end of the year, uh, boxing fights, and then look to transition to, Mixed martial arts probably sometime next year. Um, so it's a lot of conditioning. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of running. I'm not a natural runner. I'm not a natural endurance yeah, me type either. person. You know, I'm very fast twitch. Very, uh, really, I need to get more of my cardio from circuits and things like that. A lot of metabolic stress. So this whole kind of almost like it's not cardio only but it's pretty close to cardio only is a big shock to my system but it's also really hard so i like it you know it's yeah it's yeah it's back to that process of like reining things in right like i've allowed myself to get so much this way right i'm like 40 pounds overweight overweight well, you hold for, it very well thank I'm you like, where is that 40 pounds thank you it's <laughs> yeah 40 pounds uh, uh you know my, it looks the same. My performance weight. So it's just trying to get it all down. And right now my weight isn't moving. It's not moving at all. But mm-hmm. I see in my body that I'm getting way thinner. Yeah. You know, I see in my workouts that I have so much more stamina, especially with, like, all these explosive movements I'm doing. So right now it's not a struggle, but I have to be aware of the fact that I don't need to worry about the – 
the number on the scale right now. Yeah, that's you know, nice. I just have to keep doing my thing and my weight's going to fall where it falls and I'll adjust that when it's time, when it's time, but mm-hmm. can't get ahead of yourself. Right. Gotta take things slow. Yep, exactly. Yep. And learn something along the way. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I would uh, really like to do more gymnastics than I'm doing. Like, I really want to. I have the desire to. I feel like my body's in a place now where I've done a lot of the sort of, you know, postpartum mm-hmm. core work, fixing everything and yeah. getting it all tuned up. You know, my car's been in the shop for a while. We're, we're like ready to go on the road, <laughs> but like I don't have the time to go on the road, and yep. I don't really know what that would look like in terms of my recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I watch some, I follow gymnastics people on my Instagram, and sure. saw a girl flipping around the other day, and I was like, I haven't flipped around since before I mm-hmm. got pregnant, obviously. I didn't do it while I was pregnant. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like this summer will be two years. Wow since I've done it. Yeah, that's a long time. It's a really long time, and I've gone longer Mm -hmm. and not doing it. But obviously that was like 10 years ago when I was far younger right? and uh, recovered far easier and Mm -hmm. faster. Uh, But I really want to. So one of my goals in the coming months is to like find a way to fit that in. Nice. Which also means I'm probably going to have to go in a couple times and just like do warm up stuff before mm-hmm. I actually flip around. Like I, totally. I know the reality. I'm not gonna go there my first time and flip. It's yeah. just not gonna happen. You gotta get your hands ready. Yeah, that's a big thing for me with like handstand stuff. Oh yeah, the prep for my hands and mm-hmm. the wrists and the elbows is 20 minutes. Yeah, easy. Yeah, all and all, that's if they're cooperating. A lot of that work <laughs> for me is is mostly strain on elbows, like dips and handstand work and mm-hmm. all, all like those gymnastics movements are all whew, yeah a lot of pressure on the elbows mm-hmm. yeah well and then you add the flip and the dynamic totalness of it um <laughs> and i'm not doing it on a spring-loaded floor right it's like a, it's a cushioned floor right but it's not spring-loaded it's which just a mat it's just a mat yeah it's like two mats mm-hmm. um so there's like no give at all yeah um and the last time that i did it which obviously again was a, a long time ago I mean, I couldn't do anything for like a week. Yeah. I literally woke up and felt like I was hit and then run over by the same car. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I had trouble sitting up in bed uh-huh. <laughs> and I only flipped for like a half an hour. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, mentally and preparing myself for that and knowing physically sure. what I'm going to have to do in order to get there. But that would say summer goal. Yeah. Flip around. That readjustment phase is terrible, I especially know. when you're you're aware of it. And you're like, oh, I know what that's gonna be like. It's gonna be this yeah. thing that I have to get through. Ah, I'll just push it back. Right. <laughs> well, and like you, I'm I'm still heavier mm-hmm. than I was pre-baby. Sure. I still have like ten pounds, mm-hmm. and that's a lot when you're trying to go upside down. For sure. Like a lot. For sure. Like you're trying to do dips. Mm-hmm. I'm like. I couldn't do dips before with 10 pounds hanging on me. That's one, I can't do it now. That's <laughs> one thing I really liked about, uh, this is like blast from the past, but like old school, like 2007, 2006 CrossFit days uh-huh. where, you know, you'd actually weigh yourself right before the workout to figure out like how much weight, yeah. you know, on like pull-ups and kip-ups and stuff because mm-hmm. it's, it's huge. Like yep. me, my weight can fluck. I can hold so much water and glycogen that- I can be up 12 pounds, like one day to the other. It's just Thank you like, for saying that. I can be huge. And when, when doing- my, my, my biggest was six pounds. Yeah. And in doing, really proud of that. when you're doing something like a pull-up, right? 12 pounds. Significant. It's, that's a lot of weight. It's a lot. If you're 200 pounds, weight. that's a major percentage of, you know, of uh, weight you have to move. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reality versus- expectations mm-hmm. I feel like we could drive this point home for sure forever um, but when it comes to goal setting really being honest with yourself realistic about what your lifestyle is like what you can handle what's really important to you mm-hmm. um, both in a aesthetic physical sense but in an emotional sense as well yep. and knowing when to have those check-ins with yourself it's really important yes Understand what you want to do. Mm-hmm. 
and be willing to adjust things Mm -hmm. when you need to. You're the only one that can make that call. Yep. And it's your responsibility to do so. Well, and if you are a parent, I feel like these are like very invaluable tools that you can pass on to your kids. And what's funny. Responsibility. (laughs) Well, yeah. And what's funny is like I gave this example. This will be my last point because we're going to have to wrap it up in a second. Mm -hmm. Um, A client who is a mom of three Mm -hmm. and, you know, we had our goal and we almost reached it. And there was a lot of like negative self-talk and I could have done that. I should have done that. And, you know, I I just asked her, Mm -hmm. well, what did you learn? Sure. Well, you know, what would you change? And if this was your daughter coming to you, Mm. what would you tell her? Now, say that to yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing as an adult how you can't say those things to yourself. Right. You can't say, it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you learn? Right. What can we do differently this mm-hmm. time? Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the story. Yep. Mm-hmm. Beautiful way to end. Yeah, thanks. All right, guys. Well, we're definitely out of time now. So I hope that this was insightful, um, useful for some of you, especially as summer's approaching and people have... Bikini body goals. Like me. (laughs) The header of the episode is going to be Tony in a bikini. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Something to look forward to. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of Her Body, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. been listening to Her Body on Body IOFM with your host, Alex Navarro. And if you'd like to hear more, log on to body.io. We'll be back next time with more information about women's health and performance.